the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast brought to you by the CSPN. We are here for all your Ratchet reality TV needs. I am one half of your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante, a.k.a. Confucius, a.k.a. Issa Durag, a.k.a. You know what? I ain't even got no other a.k.a.s. Fuck it. Oh, and with me, as always, is my friend and co-host. It's your girl Candace, aka Intense Desire, aka Goddamn, it's a three day weekend. I'm so goddamn glad. AKA, if you work in Monday, I feel bad for you. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I got I got ninety nine problems, but working on Monday ain't one. I get you know what I you know what you know what I got an AKA. I got one. AKA traffic during the mornings on May, traffic during the morning on Friday is a breeze. Traffic in the evening slash afternoon on Fridays is literally like walking through walking through hellfire. That's my AK. Cause goddamn, it took nigga this morning. It took me only like twenty minutes to get the goddamn work. When I, I I clocked out, I got off work at like four. I, you might as well say at five o'clock, nigga. I didn't get home until like seven. It's a goddamn shame. So uh, I wish I could feel bad for you. I mean, I do. I wish I could sympathize, though, because <laughs> I I work seven minutes away from where we live. So you looking motherfucker. I don't have that problem. But I will say that when my like if there's an accident on the main street, getting back home, that shit is death. You really got detour four different ways or you're going to be stuck on one street for at least an hour. Yes. Yeah, so no. You should know. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. Um, yes, but we welcome back to another episode. You can find our show at our our show, our podcast network at cspn.us. Click that podcast tab and look and check out Ratchet Ramblings. Check out our episodes up to this one and continue to support us and support every the other shows on the network and support the CSPN. Um, go to see. On the CSPN.us page, go click, click, yeah, go and click on that Keep Our Podcast free tab and shout through all of our sponsors to keep us free. So I can't even um, joke on me and Sarone anymore because Sarone, uh, the Bad Advice Show, left the CSPN. So just keep us free so you want to pay to listen to me sound like a um, bottle of moonshine. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. Um, and me and Candice, um, before church announcements we're gonna get this out of the way we actually have reviews to read um because y'all were so kind enough as to um share the show like the show and leave us reviews i'm gonna read one and candace is gonna read one uh candace you want to read yours first or yeah go ahead so okay. i got a dm from one of my longtime followers um i really adore this woman her name is peace love and afros and she said, hey, boo, I wanted to let you know that I love this podcast. 
definitely helps me get through these work days. And I told her, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to us here at Ratchet Rambling and at CSPN. And she said that we are very welcome and to just keep the shows coming. And hey, that's it. Um, and thank you so much. Um, and the one that I have is we got a review on iTunes. Um, and it is five stars. And it is titled, I Don't Even Watch Reality TV by um, Dick. Um, I'm just going to spell it D-I-G-A-L-7-0-4. Um, and it reads that Jeremy and Candace are everything. Their recaps are fantastic. I don't watch any reality TV, but I can follow their recaps. Plus, they add their personalities and snark and tell the, the fuck out of a show. Five stars. Thank you. All we right, do what we can. You. Yeah, we we do what we get. I mean, Candace is the one on here that sounds educated. You know, I just show up sounding like some uh, some crab boy, so it's fine. It's fine. Um, I mean, who don't like a good crab boy though? You right. Now, yeah. I mean, even if I was gonna say you sound like some fat back, but what's better than uh, some greens with a little fat back in it? Yeah, because you know, if it's two things niggas love, niggas love soul food and niggas love seafood. So you know exactly. Hey, you know, um, but thank you all so much for telling us how you feel about the show. Um. Me, uh, I can speak for me and Candace when we say we appreciate it and we love y'all so much for supporting us. And we gonna keep, we gonna keep it coming. We gonna keep going on this thing. And uh, look, as long as they keep putting out Rest TV, we gonna enjoy the fuck out of it. We gonna talk about it here on this podcast for y'all to listen to. Um, and uh, and speaking of speaking of, so um, but yeah, keep those reviews coming, y- y'all. We'll read them on the air. You know, we appreciate y'all showing us love. So let's get to why y'all tune in to listen to this shit. So we told y'all last week we ain't calling um baller wives the appropriate showtime no more. That shit is football wise as far as we concerned. So let's go ahead and get football wives the fuck out of the way. Let's uh, get football wives the fuck out the way. Because let Becky, me go ahead, go ahead. Let me um Miko Grimes is a weirdo. But before we touch on that, because I had to recap, I had to go back and watch some of this stuff because it's been a long week. It, it gets hectic. So sometimes go back and recap. Uh, shout out to Michael and Kiafa Vic. They are having a little boy. So third time was the charm on that. So they're having a little boy. I know her pregnancy was high risk. Um, I know what that feels like. So I'm wishing her a healthy rest of the journey with her pregnancy and a healthy delivery. But Miko Grimes is a goddamn weirdo, and I think Brett Grimes might be held hostage in their marriage. Yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, because I know you got some more to get to, but for those of you that may not know, uh, Miko Grimes, before this show, pretty much is notoriously known for going on social media and acting like she don't have the sense that God gave a fish. Um, and while she's not as destructive as she is on social media, you can see flashes of that shit. Like she, she really do is she really is like a few apples short of a whole um basket. Like that's Miko ain't wrapped too tight, and and she just is. I, mm, I mm, it's mm, mm. <laughs> like that. Mm, I just mm. yeah. She she a lot. That's basically like in layman's terms, she is a lot. Yeah. She, um, so first of all, Brett Grimes, Brent, Brent, I don't care what his name is, the <laughs> nigga that she holding captive, he, Brent, his name is Brent, 
Brent Grimes' eyes always look like they saying, help me, please. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so... Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Miko and one of the other wives' husbands worked together, and she subsequently blamed him for her getting fired from the radio station they worked at. And so they finally had a coming to Jesus moment at like a house, uh, a house, an uh, open house for some property. And the other wives' husband stood in front of Miko and Brent and was like. If you was if you was that good, you would have a job, but you don't have one. All you have is like a big mouth or some shit like that. And you know, Brent just started looking around in his face. Like, even if that's how you feel, you're not gonna talk to my wife like that. Yeah. Period. Like I, I feel like like Brent is like he I, I, I feel I, I I agree with you. Like he just looked lost and confused. Like he looked like he, he never wants to be there. Like, he always looked like he would rather be off doing something else. Like, he don't want anything to do deal with Miko's antics. And he also, like you said, in this situation, didn't want to be the one to be like, hey, dog, like, I know, like, you can feel how you feel about my wife, but you not going to talk to her in no kind of way like that. Like, he, it just seems like he just tries to avoid confrontation at at all costs. Um, and I don't know if that's just his, his way of, I don't know, like, I don't know if that's his way of dealing with trying to avoid things that uh, Miko's mouth probably gets them into because I, you know, she probably, her mouth, they probably, he probably have to do that shit a lot, you know, with the mouth she got, but like, dude, come on, like, you, like, you, I'm not saying you have to, like, square up and, like, beat the nigga ass, but you also be, have to be, let him know, like, hey, dog, hey, hey, that's, that ain't how this part is gonna go. Ever. At all. And so, he kind of just sat there, he just kind of stood there looking around haphazardly. It was weird. Yeah, yeah he did. He did. Um, he, I, I would say this, like, I'll share a little, uh, little anecdote thing. Like, back when Brett played for the Falcons, he, by and large, was the best corner we, like, pure, like, corner cover. Like, this nigga can actually hold people for more than, for, for more than, like, 10 seconds. He was probably one of the best corners we had had in a long time. And, me and my sister, <laughs> me and my sister used to make this joke because of how he looked, and it's wrong. Like, Lord forgive me. Oh, uh, but me and her used to make this joke like he used to be <laughs> a flying monkey <laughs> because of his ears too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you could kind of well from that little story there, you could kind of tell where my ain't shitness started. Oh, <laughs> but but yeah, I, I, it's I, hereditary. I, it runs in the family, but I really feel like. Brent just he he just he like he he just want to get home. Like every time he out with Miko and Miko say something, where he kind of have to like step in and be like, "Hey, dog, come on." But I feel like he just like, "Can we please just go home? Like, can you just shut up long enough for us to get out of here without pissing anybody off? Can we just can we just have a peaceful night out? Like, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like." I don't feel like getting into it with this nigga because of your mouth. Like, can we just please have a peaceful night? Miko, just for once, just please. I feel like that's Brent in his head all the time. Yeah, that's pretty much how he looks, and that's pretty much how he looks in the face. Yeah, yeah. this like a, a, a defeated man. Like he just scared of conflict. Yeah, which I'm not surprised that they're together because she's she's so obnoxious and he's so reserved. Yeah, that they probably are a match made in heaven. But on the outside looking in, his eyes always say, "Help me, please." Yeah. Yeah, Nigga. he always looks sad. Always. 
always. So, yeah, it's a... But let me get... So let's, like, because we're going to move this along because this is, like, the gist of football wise for me. So, Nico and Brent celebrated their anniversary. They had an anniversary party. You know, cool, great, congratulations. Here's to seven more years. Here's to forever. However, in the middle of her anniversary party, Miko leaves out the room to go call one of the other wives and ask her why she's not at the party. The strangest thing I've ever seen in my damn life. The girl proceeds to tell her, I never told you I was coming to your party. I did not RSVP to your party. Get off my phone and go back to your party. And even if you did RSVP and didn't show up, in the middle of my party is not when I'm going to address this. Right. Like, it's about me, my husband, our anniversary. I may feel the way, but as of right now, I'm going to address that privately. Like, my part, our party is about just that, all us, our party. Like, that can wait. Yeah. Yeah, like, so as you can see, that was the gist of the drama for Football Wives this week. And it's like three, four episodes in right now. So that lets you know, like, I don't feel like it should be on Mondays. I feel like they need to move Black Ink back to Mondays. Yes. And put Football Wives, Basketball Wives, and the the show with Rick Ross and the artists on Wednesdays. Yeah. Like, give or us... if or if they're going to keep them keep like Love and Hip Hop on Monday and Black Ink on Wednesday, move all that other shit to Tuesday. Because like we said before, don't nobody give a fuck about VH1 on Tuesday. Nobody. Like not even VH1. Because like I would prefer they move the shit all to Monday so we could record Wednesday. Yeah. But you know it's neither here nor there. Yeah. But that's but, pretty you know, much all. Gonna I... make all y'all difficult. Yeah, but that's pretty much all I have for. Uh, that other sport wife show. Like <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell we if, if it's, you can't it's tell, drama light. It's not like yeah. yeah, it's it's drama foreplay. You know what I mean? Cause basically the gist of each episode is who ain't gonna be friends with who this time. Like that's the whole ass gist of the damn and it, episode. And it ain't it ain't never no real reason either. Like on Love and Hip Hop. Bitches fall out because they were sleeping with another bitch man and had a baby with him and shit like that. Like, this real shit. This this real get in your face. Bitches throwing fake purses and drinks and like, this real I ain't your friend shit. Like, the shit that be happening on uh, Football Wives, you be like, y'all bitches are really old to be this immature. My nigga, the first episode, Kiafa and Stacey fell out over a damn dog. A dog taking a shit. Right. A dog. Like, nigga. On the on the on the list on the scales of drama on the on the on the on the in the in the in the hierarchy of reality TV show drama like nigga this is child's play yeah it is but uh hey and Miko is very ugly fine like I think she took Cat's place like she <laughs> she like attractive from the neck down but then she looked like an ankle in the face but sometimes she don't. But most times she do. Yeah, and certainly, like, I, you know, I I, I kind of see what I'm kind of picking up with for now because, like, I do think she has a nice body, but from the face up, she do like she she do she, she, kinda, she, she look kinda, like a wrist. Yeah, she. <laughs> and I'm not really trying to be shady because I'm not like Miss America, but Miko has like 
her how can I put the best way I can explain this is her face is as athletic and muscular as her body. Yeah, like she kind of she 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 kind of she kind of looked like a horseshoe in the face. She looked like she lift weights with her nose. Yeah, like her like her nose could probably bench press a smooth a, a smooth twenty five pounds. But to me, she not ugly. But she not fine. But she is ugly. But she is fine. But not really. But really, like it's really strange to me. Like, yeah, she, like she in the same boat to me as Cat. Like Cat got big gums, but they they work for her. But not really. But I wish she would have a gum reduction. But she don't need it. But she do. Yeah, yeah it's that. It's kind of like it. Like you know what it is. You know what it is. You know what it is. Their fineness is a physical representation of that damn music soul child song. How crazy! Yeah, yeah. Hey, I that's like that. That's what it is. I like that. Like if you could put, if you could put the gist and the crate and the craziness of what music is conveying in that song into human form, it would be Cat and Miko Grimes' fineness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you're doing there. I fuck with the. I fuck with the theory. Yeah. I, I thank you. Thank you. I. I Every now and then, I make a good point. Every now and then, yeah, this was one of them. Uh-huh. But yeah, um, so yeah, we got football wise out the way. Uh, you know what I feel like we gonna fuck around and start doing like every week. We gonna come up with a new name for that show that ain't really its name. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's football wise, but it ain't really football wise. But it's like retired football wise. But then Miko, the only one on there with a husband that's currently in the NFL, it's like. It's like we wanted to be basketball wise, but we corny. Right, right. Which is really the gist of the show, honestly. It's like okay, we wise, but our drama is light in comparison, and we corny. So yeah, we yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much it. Um. So uh. Yeah. So now let's uh move to some actual drama. That damn Black Ink Chicago, my nigga. Where do you want to begin? Uh. Okay. We can start on the. We can start on the high note. So, uh, both of Jeremy and myself want to give our best wishes to Charmaine's mom, who yes. revealed on the show that she was, like, in stage four renal failure, and that is pretty severe. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's only, like, five or six stages of renal failure before you end up on dialysis and needing a kidney transplant. So, um, we are wishing Charmaine and her mom the best with that journey, and hoping that it does not get to the point of needing a kidney transplant and having to spend uh, her life on dialysis until she can get a kidney. Which is another thing, like, black people, we gotta go to the doctor. Like, we have to utilize our healthcare when we have it so that you don't end up in situations where you are at stage four renal failure. And certain, like, black people, we are predisposed to uh, a lot of a lot of shit, diabetes, hypertension, heart disease and things like that. I know um, I'm a diabetic and it was like running all through my genetics so it was caught pretty early with me but um, if you go to the doctor and you are doing preventative healthcare it can a lot of times do exactly what the name says, prevent you from having major health issues. So take your ass to the doctor. Yes. And we do um uh, we do wish uh Charmaine's mother a very uh we, we wish we send her all the well wishes to her in this journey and uh and also um 
also want to uh, shout out to her. She's in, you know, very good spirit. You know what I mean? Like, this episode, she was just, you know, she was facing it head on. She was um, telling Charmaine, you know, not to, you know, get down about it, you know, because she's not, you know, she's going to tackle this head on, you know. So, you know, good for her having a positive outlook on it. And like we said, we just wish her all the best. Be correct. Definitely do. Uh, but moving on into some other shit. Hey, what did I tell you about goddamn Cobra and <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Tell me what what did I say? Didn't you, I tell you? Didn't I told you? You hey I, look, you did, my nigga. You 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 sat right here to me on this podcast and said and said Cobra. Cobra probably gonna see more carpet than a goddamn florist, and you are absolutely correct. Cause nigga, listen, the way- Cobra has been betwixt a pair of legs that didn't have no penis between it before. Yes, because when Lily told her that she had experienced a girl before, Cobra's goddamn eyes lit up like it was Christmas. Look, Cobra, she looked like she when Lily said that she looked like how Chad looked on Insecure when Issa showed up looking for Lawrence. Man. She she didn't know what to do. Like she like really. She was like oh. She starts she start singing Johnny Gill. Ma 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 you know ma ma. You know what? <laughs> why are you, why are you like this? <laughs> I mean, you didn't lie, but the point being. <laughs> so, okay, so Cobra offers a room to Lily because Lily's family. Is tired of her running in and out the house drunk at all hours of the night. Which, which yes, you should not be one to run in and out the house drunk as fuck, like to the point where you always hung over. I feel like if Lily stays on the show, we're going to see the progression of a drinking problem. Yeah. Because it is not normal behavior to always be throw up drunk, hung the fuck over drunk the next day. Like, that's not, that's not normal. But yeah. she, uh, like- Huh? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I feel like I'm I'm not gonna put this on Junior saying like he you know is gonna cause her to drink, but I can I I can definitely see him like, whoa, hey, whoa, what wait, where's where this coming from? Whoa there. This ain't this ain't what I signed up for. I can see him cause I, I can see him doing that only on the on the basing it off of I don't think Junior's really prepared to deal with that himself. So mm-hmm. if that comes to fruition, he may back out in a not so graceful way and that could trigger Lily. He's gonna send her into a tailspin. Yeah, exactly. I can I can I can already kind of see that happening. Yeah. The other part is so Cobra and Lily are roommates and Ryan was like, they're gonna be at each other's throat by next week. And what <laughs> did the goddamn preview show? They are at each other's throats by next week. Do do, do you want to say why, or we gonna wait to? Yeah, nah, nah. We gonna we gonna say with the preview show because so in the preview, Cobra walk in and Lily and Junior is fucking on the kitchen countertop. Let me tell you something: fucking on the kitchen countertop is is for motherfuckers who got their own place, not people who was just extended a room on a whim out of out the kindness of somebody's goddamn heart. What the fuck makes you think you could go fuck on somebody's countertop? Right. Like, I eat Cheerios there. I don't want no goddamn pink eye. <laughs> Niggas is eating fruit of the loose and and butt crack. <laughs> Niggas is eat. Niggas is eating goddamn truffle butter. Nick, all right, all right, all right. 
eating truffle butter with a side of with the side of steak. Nigga, niggas is eating goddamn is eating goddamn uh is eating goddamn tw- uh Twix with some goddamn ass hairs. That's what the fuck is going on. Nasty like, as fuck, bitch. I don't want no I don't want no brown uh no brown gold in my goddamn kicks. Right, bitch, like, that's not the- kid tested and mother approved. Like what that's is nasty? Are like, are you okay? No, the fuck you are fuck not you are okay. Not. No, you do not. Like in a shared space, that is not how you get down. And if that's gonna be to get down, you supposed to let somebody know ahead of time. Right. You're like, hey, to I wanna, I wanna have company. The shit gonna get noisy. Could you, you know, go kick it elsewhere for a while? But Lily, you bitch, you just got there. Right. What just are you doing? Like, like, you know what? Like, I can already see, like, because. <laughs> Because think, remember the way Lily framed it. It was like her relatives were tripping, and then we, and then in actuality, uh, when you um, showed, when they showed a flashback of them talking, then talking to Lily about her, you know, about her assist, about her drinking and coming in late. Then you see the preview what she doing the Cobra next week. It's like, oh, it's not what how she trying to paint it at all. She really just don't have no for, regard for people that other people's space, right? Especially where you not paying no bills, your name not on the lease. Like you cannot do stuff like that. You tell them, tell them, Pooh, your name ain't on no lease. You ain't about to be coming in this house all hours of the night. You don't pay no bills, Tinks. <laughs> but Lily, like Lily, just got invited to stay somewhere. Like, why would you do that? Right? Why would you abuse? Why would you abuse someone kindness like that? Like, like, look, we all grown and like we just talked about Cobra and Cobra um <laughs> being. Cobra uh, uh, dipping in the uh, lady pool and stuff, but like, if you're gonna do that, have the courtesy to tell somebody. You know what I mean? If it's a shared space, have the courtesy to tell somebody, especially somebody that did it out of the kindness of their heart to help you out. Like, that is not cool. And in the preview, Cobra, like, why would y'all be fucking on the counter when your bedroom door is three steps away? Right. Like, come on, she's not even mad that they fucking. Like you literally fucking where I'm about to prepare a flank steak. Right. And now I can't. Now I gotta order a pizza and eat it on the living room table. I can't even put it on the goddamn counter. Fuck right. you. You don't you nasty. You nasty and you inconsiderate. And that's a dead that's a bad combination to be to be nasty and inconsiderate. With no options, with nowhere else to go. Like right. you where really you asked going? out. Did My you... thing is why y'all wasn't fucking on Junior Counter? Hello. This... Go fuck on Junior Counter. Do he not stay by himself? Right. Is he, he a stay-at-home son? You took the words right out of my mouth. I was just about to say that. <laughs> shit was nasty. And, and shit gonna be nasty and unnecessary. But shit's supposed to heat up next episode. We just talked about what leads to them falling out. But in the previews, it looked like they're gonna throw hands. So that's gonna... Mm-hmm. We're gonna be on the show next week giggling like goddamn piglets. Right, look. Because, you because look, Cobra, on the previews, it looked like Lily swung and missed. And, ooh, baby, why you do that there? Cause Cobra is built like a goddamn suburban. Like you don't you don't swing and miss when you you, you squaring up on somebody. Hey, like Cobra, Cobra built like a SWAT vehicle. Like all right, all right, oh. all right. Too far, huh? All right. Okay. My bad. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> but, I knew uh, I was like teetering on the line, but I had to try it. Yeah, it, it's you know. It, I mean, you didn't lie, but it's too it's too early. We still got more show. Yeah, she definitely built like one of those. Uh, she built like a food truck for real. You yeah, don't know whether got... that's a human or a quesadilla truck. All right, all right. 
<laughs> so hey, so okay, so Cobra, that drama is over. Uh, okay, oh, band, you know what? Let's go ahead hey. the band. No, 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 no. One, one other hot point I forgot. They Black Ink Chicago had the first trans person on any of the Mona Scott shows. Like we've seen some gay people on Love and Hip Hop, but we a trans woman was on came into the shop and Don pierced their belly button. And he did a yes. really good job. Yes, yeah. First of yes, first of all, shout out to Don. Second of all, shout out to Sitting Star. Listen to me. In in the words of the great philosopher Shannon Sharp, Sitting and Star ass is fatter than a swamp raised possum. You hear me? <laughs> look, when goddamn when she came in the shop and started twerking, look, I Don damn near didn't know what to do with himself. And I don't blame her because that woman got a lot of ass. Yeah, she do. She got look, look, she got enough ass for the best ass eaters that social media has to offer. Oh God. Hey, that, that woman got a lot of ass to offer. Yeah, and she and she joked and was like, I'm coming to get my penis pierced. And Don was like, Wait, wait, no, 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 no. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And see, and you know what? You know what? That, ladies and gentlemen, is how a a transgender joke can be funny. Let a trans person be comfortable enough to make it. Correct. Yeah, uh, so I forgot about that, but that was a really high point for me. Yes. I feel like that was a high point for reality TV. Um, I was really, really glad and proud to see Don not freak out and be like, I ain't about to try I ain't about to pierce no no quote unquote trannies, nothing. Like I'm so glad that that wasn't the stance he took. Right. And when that was done, he was like, Hey, and, and tell your friends about me too. Like, right. hey, hey. I thought it was a very dope moment. Like, I, I was so glad, like, he didn't do the... I'm the, so glad he didn't do the, the typical uh, ashy nigga transphobic shit that, that, that you black men like doing. So, right. shout so out, I, I shout out to Don for that. That was yeah. dope. And then, like, I, I, I kind of figured he wouldn't do that because I'm like, he brought her in. So, it, like, I'm like, he... And when he told her, and when um he told Charmaine, because I think it was Charmaine, Charmaine and, uh, and Junior, I think that was who was there. And he was like, uh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, do her. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do her piercing." I was like, "Well, go ahead, then, dog. Go ahead. You really taking this shit seriously? And you know, you showing some inclusion and showing, you know, like I said, I'm very proud of him for not being transphobic. So I'm like, go ahead, dog. Good for you. Go ahead. Yeah, I really, I, I like that. But ooh, now we get. So I want to open this. I want to open up this discussion with a quote. I was your lover and your secretary." Working every day of the week, and that quote comes from Van. <laughs> Listen, that nigga was up there dressed like Lady Olena. <laughs> Van big ass was up there dressed like a abused housewife. Like he really looked like Ooh. an extra from Waiting to Exhale. You gonna <laughs> leave me for a white bitch? Like. Ooh. When he came out the damn car, all I could hear was everyone falls in love sometimes. And then I started hearing you better be careful what you do to me by Sparkle. I was waiting yeah. for R. Kelly to show up in the scene since they was in Chicago. Right, you better look, be careful what you say to me. Look. Because <laughs> somebody <laughs> might say it to you. Look, like, look if Jim would have bust out saying get old, U.T. Like change of faces would came out, nigga. I would have goddamn died. Look, when that look, I'm telling you, when I had to watch it because I missed it. Oh, speaking of, 
I forgot to um mention. Um, we uh, we apologize for no, uh, not live tweeting on Wednesday. Um, uh, I was kind of busy. Candace uh, was busy, so we forgot the uh, live tweet. But w- listen, when when I watched it, when I watched the recap, uh, the re the re airing and saw Van step out that goddamn truck, man, I had to pause my stream because I was literally on the floor crying, laughing for a good ten minutes. <laughs> that nigga, he looked, he looked so, he looks, he. Looked, he looked like he looked like an old church mother that just found out her pastor husband was been sleeping with a young thing in the congregation. The shit was terrible. That nigga did look like Mary J. Blige from the Not Gonna Cry video. I was like, what the fuck this nigga got going on? And the thing, like, so everybody knows, like, I hate the I hate the cholesterol that is running through Van's body. But uh, after this, after last episode and this week's episode, I am a very huge fan of Jen because she is reclaiming her motherfucking time. All of it. After eight years. Listen, let me tell you something. Ain't no such thing as space after eight years. If you need space after eight years, you need another bitch because I am not the one. Ain't no such thing as space after eight years. Like He really be giving her ultimatums and I'm like, boy. He was trying to give her ultimatums and she was like, nigga, I'm not hearing none of that. You want a space? Space you got. Right. I'm about to do me. Right. And the space I have is with my friend. Well, probably put in the friend zone for your big ass, but you know what? Since you want to have space. You got rid of a van and got a bin. I'm with it. I see what you did there. I see what you did I like it. And man, 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 I. For a bin. Like, she, um, she did not come to give a fuck about what he was given at that, uh, weird ass meet up whatever the fuck they was doing but she did not give a fuck and she did not bend or break she was like you know face or not hold on who set it up was it him that set it up or her probably a drug cartel the way them motherfuckers met in the middle of no guy yeah like that shit was you know what like like this all i could keep thinking of when when they had the shit was like i went for like uh for for fucking western sites as nino brown to just pop up like, I got damn thought. I thought I thought Griselda Blanco was gonna hop out of her grave to come to the meeting. Yeah, going on. Like, <laughs> am, am I my brother's keeper? <laughs> she was really strange, but Jen was not bending. She did not budge, and she walked off on the nigga like we don't have shit to discuss. Because I, I, listen, Jen spent seven years and six months too long with a nigga that looked like that with that criminal record. Let me tell you that much. Let me yeah. tell you something. The first time a nigga go to jail, like if Mike go to jail and it ain't got nothing to do with London or me, uh, I'm, I'm putting the divorce papers in the loop of his handcuffs. <laughs> I, I'm not about to be up here with no goddamn doing no jail visits and shit. Me and my kid getting patted down, going through metal detectors just to talk through some goddamn glass. Hey, look, this ain't finna be a Yandy and motor combat situation. It definitely is not finna be no handy and uh mentees type shit. I'm not about to do that. I'm not about to do that with Sandy and uh uh mayonnaise. Calling that nigga mayonnaise, his teeth big and white. But we call that nigga everything but his name. We have called that nigga everything but a child of God. Call, I remember I called that nigga Miracle Whip. Look, that mother- <laughs> look, call, look, look, call that nigga something again that hope wishes that it was and call him matrimony. That's enough. That is a goddamn enough. Too much? Too far? Okay, cool. All right. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, Jen Jen reclaimed her time, and All I'm so happy she did because you don't get to have a good woman, but think you could put her out y'all place whenever you get ready. Think you could cook and not make sure she has something to eat. Like you don't get to do weird shit like that. That's not how a relationship works. You don't right. get to shit on me and, and then expect my loyalty. Right. Like after eight years, ain't no space to me is breakup. Yeah. Space after eight years means I'm changing my number on your funky ass and I'm going to get some new dick. Right. Right. Uh, so being being probably look, being probably stretching that thing out, boy. Yeah, you see Ben got her not wearing a bang no more. Boy, look, that's that that's that, that that's that um that 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 new dick uh, that new dick changing hairstyle. All right. Keep, yeah, when you start getting new dick, you do change your hairstyles. Because when me and Mike started dating, I went natural. I was like, damn, my hair curly. Let me fuck with this. I took the weave out. Mm-hmm. Let All me right. show you what I'm working with. All right. She she ain't look. She ain't got time to be on food with that nigga. She got her getting. She got her getting her back back blown out by her friend. Her friend Ben. Ben mm-hmm. a friend. Right. What a friend we have in Ben. <laughs> 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 hey, London, do this. London, do this thing now where if she see you laughing, she gonna laugh too. Right. That, <laughs> she, she don't even know. She don't even know. You see her mama laughing. She don't even know. <laughs> hey, look yeah. though. We need, wait, we really do need to make make the the Ben remix featuring Jen. <laughs> look, after the show, we gonna have to come up with the lyrics and shit. We'll we'll talk. We'll we'll do it next week. Yeah, we're gonna get to it next week. Oh, but um. So um, what else? What else happened this episode? Goddamn, for Janelle and Nikki yes. getting into it. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my. Okay, so I think in the very beginning, when uh, at the very the very first couple episodes when this was introduced to us, I think I have to go back and listen and see. But I think both of us were kind of on the fence. We were like, we don't want to discredit this because you know, for don't really know. You know, because of his issues with his dad and his dad's side of the family, we didn't want to like dismiss it. But we was kind of like it's shaky, and ever since then, this shit been looking shakier and shakier and shakier. And goddamn, it's the it, it was the most shadiest it's done look this past episode. Yeah, it was. The shit was strange. First of all, Janelle comes to four four didn't go to Janelle. This is the part that's really pissing me off. Four four don't volunteer no bullshit to me. Like, Ford be minding his business, and here comes Janelle in the shop talking about, oh, my mom coming in, she want to meet you, Blase Skip, so just come to my house, she gonna be in town, she gonna be doing this, that, and the third. He get there, mama ain't nowhere to be found, she didn't win it, Janelle didn't win it, got a 12-piece spicy from Popeye's with the chicken, with the, uh, and gravy with the, uh, giblets in it and shit like that, with the gizzards in it. And this girl mama ain't coming, and, and she claimed, her mama said, that she wasn't ready to meet up. She thought she was, but she wasn't. Okay, first off, skirt, skirt. Listen, even if your mom wasn't ready for that, you should have had some family pictures and some shit by now of this man's daddy with your family. Correct. Like, help me understand that. Like, there's you have not provided a single shred of proof to this man that you are his blood relative. Right. Not one ounce of proof yet. And that's all. And at first we, at first we kind of was 
we felt we understood um Don and Jen's position of being suspicious, but Nikki. we kind of we kind of felt like at the beginning they were kind of doing a little bit too much. But at this point, it's like, bro, you gotta come with some receipts or you can date this shit. Cause it's clearly like this is clearly something that for is like, look, don't play with me about this. Like, I do have issues about my dad and my dad's side of the family. So, like, if you're gonna come and say, like, like you said, if you're gonna come and say we can, like, nigga, have a baby picture, a family reunion picture, nigga, something. Something. Show me something. She right. has not shown him anything. And like after after the whole mom fiasco, um, she, she showed up to the shop. She showed up to the shop. And for like, I don't want you here. Leave. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he he straight up like I am tired of your I am tired of your prisons. Dismiss. <laughs> and she like will not leave. This is why I said I feel like so Nikki feel like she just a groupie and maybe trying to fuck for her. I don't get a sexual vibe. I think she's an opportunist and sees an opportunity to be on TV and collect a little bit of a check. Agreed. Cause like this, cause I think, and I think that at first is what kind of threw both of us off. Cause we like, girl, don't nobody want for, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause she was like, she he doing this music and he got groupies all over him. And we was like, uh, Nikki, slow down, baby, cause ain't, ain't no ain't nobody trying to steal for from you in a damn show ain't because of the music. So let's let's, let's just, relax. Let's 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 relax. I you got a right to be suspicious because it ain't adding up. But as far as that go, like let's nah let's, nah. This, exactly. this so Nikki, Nikki gets at Janelle, and they pretty much get, like in each other's face, cousin each other. Oh, bitch! I will end you. I will fucking drag you. Like you know how you, you know the. the You've seen usual, enough TV to know how that goes. The usual, and, and so, so they get they right. get Janelle to leave the shop. Nikki she, asked, oh. nah, she waiting in the parking lot. Nikki come out like, "Why are you still here?" Which is a very yeah, you know good what? question. You're right, because at first, because at first I'm thinking, because at first when I watched the episode, I was thinking that Nikki uh, followed her, and you are right. Nikki just came outside because everybody thought she left. She stayed out there waiting. Yeah, that's weird to me. First off, if I know that somebody is very sensitive about a family matter that I could be involved in, I am not about to play games with you where that is concerned. And once you play games... Leave the person alone. Right. Like, that's what was crazy to me. Like, she won't leave for alone. So, she talking shit to Nikki. Nikki talking shit to her. And she, um, Janelle, like, kind of bumps Nikki. Boy, Nikki grabbed that bra by the wig and would not let go. She had the iron fist on it. Right. This is my wig now, bitch. She's like, reclaiming, reclaiming my wig, reclaiming my wig, reclaiming my wig. So, she, like, she snatched her wig and all kind of shit. And Janelle's still trying to fight. I like. I don't like. I'm like. I I appreciate the 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 never say die, but beloved, you got your wig snatched. Like literally, like after that, it's over. Like what else? Like it, it, it's done. Like you, what? <laughs> it's over. Like she got she she recla- Look, she got the iron throne. She got the iron wig. Like what is it? Ain't what else is there? Exactly. So like Nick, yeah, Janelle is she's she's weird, and I feel like like I agree, like she just like it's a, it's like at this point she seems obsessed with four, which is first of all just saying that out loud. I can't even believe I said that out loud. Like what is like who what have I become? Uh, second, I she mm, like it, she, mm, mm. 
Yeah, I don't. I, I just, yeah, like I just say she need to. I, oh, I, I feel know, like it's some I thought, shit I don't the thought I, had. I know the thought I had. It seems like she don't, but I, I it seems it's almost like she don't respect Fool's wishes. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when he said, like, before we even get to like her coming to the shop, like Fool said he was done with this, was done with this, you know, and she just seems like she was like, oh, he just say he done, but he really ain't, and it's it's really weird. It's 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 very very weird. Like if the man say leave it alone, like like you said, if he say leave it alone, nigga, leave it alone. Like what else, like what do you what do you hope to gain by keep you know pestering him about some shit he clearly said like don't play with me about. And more or less, what do you what do you stand to gain by playing with my feelings like this? Like this is why I think she just looking for some TV time because he like if you're not serious, just leave me alone. Like you right. don't get to come in nobody's life, especially about a parent. That they never really had much to do with and has long passed away. Talking about I'm your cousin. I saw a, a picture of my dad. I was like, your dad, and I was like, hey, that's my cousin. Yada yada. You're like, like, okay, well, if you saw all of that, where's the proof at? Right. Don't just get to dip in and out of folks' life like you please. Like that ain't how this shit works at all. Like, like. So say, until further at, notice, Nikki. Yeah, until further notice, Nikki could get the fuck on. Right. Um. I think that's I think that's it for Black Ink. Yeah, that's it for Black Ink. Uh, so love and hip hop. <laughs> Where to begin, my nigga? Okay, so let's let's get to Monice and Ad and Ad's best friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Cause I, I I know when we was on the I can't I can't remember if I live tweeted or you live tweeted, but I remember you saying you had thought you had shit to say about this shit. So the, the floor is yours. Okay, so I'm really not a fan of AD's best friend Tiffany. for yeah Tiffany for two reasons. Tiffany is the girl that has never had a successful relationship, but is always talking down about yours. Mm. And AD checked the shit out of her like, how you talking about me? How many? How many tattoo cover-ups I go with you to get? Because you get niggas' names tattooed all over your body. She ain't say, nigga, that's me. But she yeah. she pretty much was like, <laughs> how you always got something to say, but I, you done had a lot of failed relationships, and it's still evidence of it all on your body. Yeah. You know what that, that scene kind of reminded me of when when um, when Issa and Molly got into it over Molly uh, therapy? Well, oh, yeah. That's what it kind of reminded me of. And further, and the other part is Tiffany, she made a comment like she's not really gay, so you don't get to determine somebody's sexuality. Yeah. And as a sex worker, you of all people should have a little bit more sense. Yeah. I think I, I you know what it is, um, and I may be wrong about this, but I think if it was anybody else other than Moniece, she would be more sensitive to that fact, but because it's Moniece, she kind of like it's kind of like that thing where, um, People know something is wrong morally, but because they don't like the person that it involves, they lose all nuance and all like cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, feel, I feel like if, if that was somebody other than Monique, Tiffany would be like, yeah, you know, she would be like, you know, sexuality is fluid and you can't, you know, really comment on somebody's sexuality and all that shit. But because it's Monique, she like, fuck that bitch. She ain't really gay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's kind of wild to me. Yeah. Um, I. <sighs> It's 
it's it's weird because other than the other than like trying to dictate Monique's sexuality, I feel like Tiffany has some points about Monique, but yes. I also feel that it wasn't necessarily her place. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah, well, man, so since we, right, since right we, but it yeah. ain't your place. Since we're talking about Monique, because Monique had quite a few moments that last episode, so yeah. Monique and. <laughs> yeah. Monice and Masika decided they're going to do a podcast where they shade everybody about everything. Now, First all, give me... don't do that thought, Candace. I just want to make this quick point. How the fuck they got a podcast on the show talking about shit on the show, on the show? Like, I, how does that work? Yeah, that shit was like Inception. Right. <laughs> that shit was like an alternate reality. And the, the part that really was strange to me was these the last two broads who needed to be sitting up shading anybody like Masika you fine but you, like you needed a pedicure baby <laughs> get her healed and, <laughs> and not to mention you you kind of scary to have a, a podcast exclusively for shading people as scary as you are because you are still ducking and dodging Alexa Star all around LA Meanwhile, but we we meanwhile, we, well, we'll get into this because it because it concerns Monice, so we'll get into it in a minute. Then, Monice, child, you have a very, 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 very see through closet of skeletons and shit that has gone on with you. And so, the lack now, of awareness, yeah, the shit was weird. And so, Monice also gets into it with Lyrica. And who, who saw that coming. Because one I thing, I, I would say this, because we've had thoughts about Lyrica this season with her A1, but in that interaction, I'm like, Lyrica didn't do nothing really wrong. Like, <laughs> you know, it was it was weird. Like, it went zero to 100 for, like, no reason. Yeah, and Lyrica came out victorious with the shade, so I was there for that. Yeah, but Monique pretty much got mad because Lyrica and Alexis Sky are cool. Right. Which is weird to me because Lyrica and Monice are not good friends. Right. And Monice like a, um, has taken all of these slugs from Alexa Sky because Masika is a coward. Yeah. Like, it was like how are, yeah, how are you my friend, but you keep letting your enemy drag me? Right. Like, that's the, um, that's the other weird thing about it. It's like, and I, I think that Monice... And you know, like I said, we'll get into it in a minute. But I think Monique is kind of realizing that it's like, hey, um, Heffa, uh, I know you on this. Like, I'm not giving this bitch any play and shit. But uh, this motherfucker is coming out to everybody that is involved with you because you want to address this. And now she's taking a step further. She's involving my family, who literally has nothing to do with this shit. So, uh. I wanted to feel bad for that, but Lyrica made a good point. How do you pride yourself on being a shady bitch? And these are the words of Monique. How you pride yourself on being one of the shadiest bitches on the show, and then you want to cry and and snot and tears when your family get dragged? Because it wasn't no... no, It wasn't none of that when she was dragging Brandy and the nigga with the uh, messed up teeth last season. That's a good point. She, she, She dragged the shit out of Brandy's little boy repeatedly and came on the reunion was like I apologize for nothing. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. That that's a good point. That that is a good point. So Brandy and Max, yeah. So 
Alexis Scott reading dragging your kid, baby. I don't have no sympathy for I don't really have no sympathy for Moniece. I don't have no sympathy for her with this one. Like I want to, but I can't because she's she said far too much vile shit about other people's kids to like be be like that. That's why I was like Tiffany had good points about Moniece, but it just she it just wasn't her place to say it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. Uh, and the other part is she, she ran her down for filth. She ran her like a motherfucker. And I was like Moniece I, couldn't do shit but get up and walk away. She ran her so goddamn poorly. Right. She she ran her like a goddamn physics book. I was like, ooh, damn. Ooh, baby. My goodness. Ooh. My lord, sis, what's going on here? Yup. <laughs> yeah, so and then like the lyric shade was also a great read. She was just like, Go work on that music, baby. Get somebody to write you a hit. <laughs> it's, it's the- <laughs> Instead of, instead of instead of getting weeds that look like you hit. But then Lyrica had no self-awareness because it's like, baby, you could write everybody a hit but yourself. Right. It was like, it, you know, it low-key was that Spider-Man meme of him pointing to himself, low-key. Yeah, pretty much. Like, go write yourself a hit. You first, bitch. It's like, you it first. Was, it was like, Lyrica, you got a great-ass point, but also Lyrica, if you could write a hit and get your career off the ground, you wouldn't be into trying to interfere and keep A1 from making y'all money because y'all your album ain't finished yet. So Yeah, pretty much. It was like you it was like you it was like damn. But then it was also like lyrical baby, what you doing? Yeah, that's exactly what it was like. Uh I'm trying to see before it did like okay, listen, fucking listen, somebody get Ray J. Get Willie, get, get. <laughs> somebody get Willie. Ain't his? Ain't he named after his daddy? Somebody get Willie Norwood Jr. <laughs> so let so okay. So let let's let's talk about Ray. Let's talk about Ray J and how he had Bridget Kelly in up there in that damn suite, looking like a a a a, a nineteen eighties vintage porn get up. Like, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how this motherfucker brought Princess to that hotel room. And Princess was like, it looked like somebody been sitting on this bed. (laughs) 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 Princess like, fuck going on here? (laughs) And let's also talk about how Ray J been lying to Princess about the sperm count shit forever. Like, nigga, just tell her, like... How many many lies you gonna tell, dog? Like... (laughs) Like, Princess come up there in her finest lingerie and Bridget Kelly in the room getting ready for a mariachi concert. Right, like, like what is... And, like, Ray J... Like, Ray J failed on two things here. He failed on, he failed as a businessman and he also failed as a husband because he had Bridget Kelly out here looking like she... Looking like... Looking like he... Like she fucking... Um, fucking Brooke Valentine. And he also... Uh, and... and and, and pissing off his wife, and he also had Bridget out here looking stupid and pissing her off from a business standpoint. Because nigga, what the fuck? Why is your wife walking into my photo shoot in her lingerie? Right. So now, so now you got me out here looking like an unintentional side chick, and you also pissed off your wife. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. Like, this was weird and unnecessary. And then when Ray J finally tell Princess what's going on, she like don't care. She like, okay, well, we like what we got to do to fix it, and called it a day. She took that way better than I thought she would. Yeah, she definitely did. Cause, Cause I mean, I, and that that just goes to show you that nine times out of ten, women just want you to be honest. 
Yeah. Like we like if a woman, if you honest with a woman, she might work with your truth. But once you lie, it's all bets are off. Right. Even if your truth is you can't get your soldiers to march, if you at least you honest with the shit, maybe like like Prince, like I thought she was gonna clown the fuck out of Ray J. Princess was like, she was like, I love your, I love your weak sperm. Right. Did she did she dare that say that? Yeah. Oh, like, my nigga, his rays ain't jaying. Right. Like his look, like his like look, he lost his shooting sleeve, and she was okay with it. Yeah, nigga was bad off out here. Yeah, that was that was pretty much it for Princess and Ray J. But goddamn, Lucy gave Alexis the apology that you wanted him to give her. Yeah, and she still ain't apologized for calling that man everything, but but uh, son of God. Yeah, I I literally in that scene was like, good for Lucy, good for Lucy. He 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 did what he what he should have did, and then in the same breath. I was like, so Lexus, you ain't gonna apologize for. I also want to touch on because I don't know if we touched on it last week, but I remember I watched uh, both shows, the one from from Sunday and the one from uh, Monday. Yeah, Monday, and so I knew that Lucci baby mama had beef with Alexis for a personal reason. Like that woman said, her and Alexis guy had history, and yeah. Lucci, so like. First of all, it's still Lucci's fault if he f- end up fucking with Alexis Scott. But if Alexis and that and that man, baby mama, was at every one point cool, then I see why she on Alexis' neck. Yeah, she said they got history. I, I wonder you 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 uh, you think that it's deeper than Lucci, and Lucci is just kind of like the catalyst for her crazy. I think Alexis and Lucci, baby mama, was friends. Yeah. And I yeah, think that like Alexis before, before they even met, I'm talking about like before Lucha was even in the picture. You know what I mean? Uh, nah. I think, I think so? they was. I think they was friends, and I think Alexis pulled a Masika, and she don't want to admit to it because that make her beef with Masika null and void. True, I, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, I, it was just you know it was just a thought I had because I was because I was thinking like that is a lot of raised to have for someone over just one nigga. So I was thinking like maybe they had knew each other before Lucci came into the picture and Lucci was just like, it's kind of like how Ari got a list on Game of Thrones and like she keep adding names to the list. I was thinking maybe it's kind of like that where like Lucci is just the latest on the list of reasons why uh, his baby mama don't fuck with uh, Alexis. No, I think they was just cool or friends and then she started fucking with his baby daddy. Mm. And he and she like don't appreciate it at all. Okay, I can see that. I, I know one thing though. I know one thing. Uh, Alexis may or may not be able to deal with uh, Masika, but Lucy <laughs> Mama a whole level crazy. She ain't ready for. Her. Yeah, she uh, she got some shit with her. Yeah, that 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 is one person. She one of them people where it's like if you if the zombie apocalypse happens, you want her on your thing. Pretty much. Yeah, that's the kind of crazy she is. <laughs> Yeah, she is pretty goddamn nutty. Uh, yeah, so oh. then goddamn Cisco, huh. Tierra, <laughs> and Amber Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so is a Am- <coughs> Amber is a form of jury too, right? Yes. <coughs> My husband said, "Don't never trust no bitch whose names is both different types of jury." <laughs> I can hey. say wisdom. 
Hey, why is Cisco alive? You know what? Let's kind of, because I know we're going to get into basically why these two women are fighting over this nigga. Well, one of them. But let's, can we just just take a few seconds to just really question why Cisco is still alive, uh, still allowed to draw breath on this earth? Can we just ponder that for a minute? Like, that is a real question that I want real answers to. Why is this fat scallop built ass nigga still on this earth? Cisco built like one of those real big scallops. He built that nigga. That, <laughs> you stupid. That nigga. <laughs> that nigga. That nigga That's, is built. That nigga is built like a goddamn bowl of scrambled eggs. Cisco is built in the same color as a bowl of burnt up grits. That nigga like <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Nigga, dude. Nigga look like curdled milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when your mama hey, makes you pour the spoiled hey. milk out, pour that goddamn milk out in the sink. Just, just lumps coming out, just real thick. Just... <laughs> like, that's how the shit sound when it's hitting the sink when you pour out some spoiled milk. Cisco, is, Cisco definitely is built like a, a bowl of cottage cheese. And I'm not sorry. And I mean it. Because... Fuck that nigga. Fuck Cisco. Like... You know, every single person on every single Love and Hip Hop watches the other Love and Hip Hops. So you cannot convince me that Cisco has not seen how life has gone with Tierra in the Love Department. And this man still got with her and still treated her like shit, knowing what she's been through. Right. You are a terrible fucking human being to do somebody, somebody like that. And then blame it. And, 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 you ain't acting right, so I cheated on you, bitch. Right. And look, and this is why this is why uh, I know we slightly disagree about the, the help about, about, you know, whether he had a right to, you know, basically say Monisa and them wasn't doing nothing and that he did something, quote unquote. But this is why I was folding my arms and I was like, nope, he don't get no silver stars because you cannot sit up here and parade yourself and pat yourself on the back that you did Tiara a favor and gave her help when no one did. But when you do some fucked up, some fuck shit, then throw that back up in her face. Like, no, no, nigga, no. That's some stupid yeah. ass shit. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like, I didn't... I, I always felt like he was a piece of shit, but I felt like her friends was also being pieces of shit and put her in a position for that nigga to, like, try to seem like he was better than what, yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. But, and Tierra told him, was like, just because shit not perfect, you don't get to cheat on me. Right. You don't get to do that. And that's exactly what that nigga did. Like, he, I didn't think I could hate him any more than I already did, but I'll be damned if he didn't outdo himself. Yeah. He for sure did. God, that nigga is trash. Like, he, like then like okay so can we just say that Brooke Valentine has competition in the pick me playoffs because because Tierra got had the sense enough to be like oh so he locked and played us both and she literally said that and Amber is like I still love this man I'm still gonna be with him um are what what are, are you okay no the fuck you are not okay at all like, why would you? Why would you want and want to settle with a man that played you both? Like I don't, wh- huh? What? Yeah, that like 
But it kind of takes me back to the theory that women are so used to being treated like shit that we internalize it. Yeah. Like, we so, we've been made to feel like we got to just accept any man. Yeah. You got to so, accept scraps of a man. Yeah. And so, and Amber Diamond seems really young to me. Like, she seems like she's in her early 20s, could possibly be 19, honestly. Yeah. And, and so, that also makes Cisco low-key a predator. Yeah, because Cisco, like, fucking, what, 35, 30? 30? 80. 80. <laughs> <The> nigga. <laughs> nigga look like a fucking, the nigga look, looks and is built like a fucking chicken egg. Nigga is built like a, a raw chicken tender. It's, I can't even disrespect chicken like that. I was going to say, chicken been too good to us. Chicken been too motherfucking good to us for me to act like that. Yeah, that nigga, that nigga, that nigga built like a bag of flour. <laughs> nigga look like some cornmeal. <laughs> nigga just fat and grainy. Fat and grainy, cooking up. Yeah, no, like God, it's 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 very few people that I can legit say that I hate. But goddamn, Cisco is is on that list because he just. He and like he it's it's not so much the fact that he does foul shit, but he does foul shit and seems to revel in the fact that he does foul shit. Like he seems to embrace like, oh, I'm the bad guy, then fuck it, let's go. At the expense of people who really fuck with him. Because right. it's the same behavior he pulled with Rich and the quote unquote creep squad and all that shit. Like anybody who has a bad habit of treating people who fuck with them like shit, I don't want no parts of it. Right. He he stole. He blocked Rich from making money to to, to pay for child support for his uh, uh, for his ten thousand uh kids. Like who does that? A fucking yeah. scumbag. Oh, Peter Guns. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was Peter Guns. My bad. But like, who does that? A fucking scumbag does shit like that. So you know, I mean, fuck fuck Cisco. Like I, I'm I'm so glad that Tierra wised up and was like, oh, so oh. So you lied to me and her, and like, like you said, I think um, Amber is young because I think anybody with some sense, you know, we you can say what you want about, you know, people can say what they want about Tierra, but at least in this situation, in this moment, she put two and two together and went about it like she had some sense, and she was like, "Oh fuck this shit, fuck you, um, bye bye," and like she was. She, I think she was more uh, uh, offended at the audacity to, of him to k- try to keep lying. Than she was that that than she was that like he did it because you know what I mean because like she like she put it together okay she he played both of us so fuck him but then he kept trying to justify the lie lie and I think that's what sent her over there because like nigga she was fighting the fucking security guard yeah she was she was heated right oh and also I, and also I think Amber being kind of stupid because I think like in a younger because like you said Amber Amber looked like she kind of young I think in a younger life. Tierra would have had the same reaction that she did and was still yeah. trying to be with the nigga. And I think that kind of pissed her off too. Because she was like, you don't see this bullshit? Yeah. And then she like, Amber like, well, what you gonna do, Cisco? What you gonna do? Because I ain't going nowhere. He like, I wanna be with Tierra. Right. Tierra like, I'm good. We straight right. fam. <laughs> she was like, look, she, she, look, she looked like that blinking white man just, she was like, huh? Tierra like, I ain't got nothing for you, family. Right, because like nigga, if you threw, if you if you so callously 
did Amber like that? Like, even on the off chance that Tierra take you back, like, if you just carelessly throw Amber away, nigga, you would do the same to Tierra. Did the same to Tierra. I was, and right, it's like you already threw Tierra on the bus, so, like, what the fuck? Like, what do you, like, what you expect her to say and do with you at this point? Nothing. I think Tierra made a good decision. Now I hope she just sit down and kind of get her shit together. Yeah. And, like, straighten her out. Yeah. Because, like I said last week, I feel like at this point, Tierra just so badly wants to be loved that she just, you know, Except any old thing. Get, grasping at straws at this point. Yeah. And I don't feel like she has to do that. Right. So, uh yeah. Speaking of, that was a time. Um, I, you know, I, I, I didn't think we were going on this long, but hey, we got some uh, good shit in. Uh, yeah, you want to wrap it up? Or you got some more to get off. No, nah, I think we had a good. I think we had a good stopping point to gear up for next week. I know I'm looking forward to seeing Cobra and Lily get into it. Nigga, yeah. I am looking forward to. Oh, the preview show that Monice and Alexis Sky fought off camera. Yeah, like literally fought. I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, I think uh, next week we're gonna have a really amazing show yet again. Yeah, um, cause I think we got a ooh boy, it's, it's shaping up to be a whole bunch of mess. And you know what? We here for it because that's what we do here on Ratchet Ramblin'. So um, I think we're gonna wrap up here. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Um, thank you to everybody that continues to share the show. Um, I, I see um every week our listens keep growing. Um, thank you all so much for supporting me and Candace. Keep those reviews coming. Like I said, we will read them on the air. And um, I got to check the show um, episodes, um, but I think it's coming up at least close to at least the halfway point for some of these shows. And I think it's about time we uh, have another guest on. Um, on yeah, I'm with it. Um, we don't know who that's going to be, but um, y'all tune in and we probably have a guest and maybe somebody um familiar maybe somebody well, we've had and y'all heard on crown and collars maybe somebody that yo um we've guested on other shows with so you never know but um looking forward to that um i'm looking forward to um because i think monice is gonna force my secret's hand because i i i don't i i kind of agree with you like i don't really feel that much sympathy for her but i do think she has a point like at this point like Alexis is going for any and everybody that even has Monisa's goddamn uh, I message. So like she can't keep running away from this shit, and I think her hand is gonna get forced when she's gonna have to confront and address Alexis. And I personally don't think, even though like we kind of suspect like Alexis beef with M- Masika really is a moot point because it's like y'all kind of did the same shit. I still don't think Masika really got anything for Alexis. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, other than that, um, I don't have anything. So with that, um, I think we'll um, close out this episode of Ratchet Ramblings. Um, Keep supporting us and all the shows on CSPN. And we are out. Peace.